Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Mother Teresa, Albanian Indian Catholic nun and missionary said, we cannot all do great things, but we can do small things with great love. Be faithful in small things, she added, because it is in them that your strength lies. Be faithful in small things. This is Vermont poet Julie Cadwallader Straub's reverence. The air vibrated with the sound of cicadas on those hot Missouri nights after sundown when the grown-ups gathered on the wide back lawn, sank into their slung back canvas chairs, tall glasses of iced tea beating in the heat. And we sisters chased fireflies, reaching for them in the dark, admiring their compact black bodies, their orange stripes and seeking antennas as they crawled to our fingertips and clicked open into the night air. In all the days and years that have followed, I don't know that I've ever experienced the same utter certainty of the goodness of life that was as palpable as the sound of the cicadas on those nights. My sisters running around with me in the dark, the murmur of the grown-ups' voices, the way reverence mixes with amazement to see such a small body emit so much light. Be faithful in small things. As we stood talking in his driveway, our friend Trevor, a fabulous gardener, apologized for the messy milkweed that was sending crazy airborne fluff everywhere. I'm letting all the pollinators grow, he explained, whether or not they're officially weeds. I'd been fretting about the bats, the bees, the degradation of the natural world, the extinction of the species, you know, things you think about. And then our friend Gary said the words pollinator corridor, and I was hooked. I thought, that's where I can cast my lot, not with the end of the world, but with even one small thing I can do to help save it. A pollinator corridor offers contiguous habitat and forage to vulnerable species. So maybe there's a roadside flower bed, a park, someone's garden, a grassy median strip, all connected. I wanted in. I said, I want to live in a pollinator corridor, and I got to work. I planted butterfly bushes, transplanted Queen Cheryl's bee balm, hung hummingbird feeders, and let the milkweed go wild. Rick Cresta, who created a pollinator corridor in the parking lot of his condo complex, 
taught me to rescue maple tree saplings from storm drains and plant them where they'll flourish. This was not a heavy lift. It was a series of very small gestures. It's something every one of us can do, making it just a little easier for all the species threatened by human activity encroaching on their habitat, which is all of them. And then one early morning this week, crossing the highway to the bike trail that had been built on the old railroad bread, speaking of human invasion, I noticed something stuck to the sleeve of my jacket. It was a single milkweed seed. The word victory came to my lips. I know it's a small victory, a tiny parachute of hope with a lot stacked against it. But I'll take it. Dr. Shijiti Suzuki pioneered the idea that even very young children could learn to play the violin if the learning steps and the instrument were small enough. But whether or not small things lead to big things, faithfulness in small things is a recipe for joy. Some of it's about noticing. Some of it's about breaking down the big picture into small components. In her book, Mended, Anna White writes, maybe it's not about having a beautiful day, but about finding beautiful moments. I can choose to believe that in every day, in all things, no matter what, there are shards of beauty to seek and find. We can listen to a favorite song, sing along, dance to it, sip a hot drink on a cool day, make someone smile, catch a seasonal smell, fallen leaves, apples, and breathe deeply, breathe. Think of a friend and call them, don't miss the sunset, check off that final to-do of the day, shake out some fresh sheets, wake up ahead of the alarm and snuggle back in, or swing your legs over the edge of the bed to greet the gift of the morning. This is American poet E.E. E. Cummings. I thank you, God, for most this amazing day, for the leaping greenly spirit of trees and a blue true dream of sky, and for everything which is natural, which is infinite, which is yes. I, who have died, am alive again today, and this is the sun's birthday. This is the birthday of life and love and wings and of the gay, great, happening, illimitably, earth. How should tasting, touching, hearing, seeing, breathing, any lifted from the know of all nothing, human, merely being, doubt, unimaginable, you. Now the ears of my ears awake and the eyes of my eyes are opened. When we center our attention on what is small and beautiful, we find ourselves bathed in gratitude. The more small things we attend to in our lives, the more of these joys we include in our day-to-day -day routine, the sweeter our lives become. It all starts with paying attention. Choose where you're giving your attention and make your list. It's a spiritual practice. How could we even begin to disarm 
greed and envy, asked German-British economist E.F. Schumacher in his world-altering book, Small is Beautiful. Perhaps he answered by being much less greedy and envious ourselves, perhaps by resisting the temptation of letting our luxuries become needs, and perhaps by even scrutinizing our needs to see if they cannot be simplified and reduced. And here's the quotation I've carried for nearly half a century from the first time I read Small is Beautiful. Any intelligent fool can make things bigger, more complex, and more violent. It takes a touch of genius and a lot of courage to move in the opposite direction. Be faithful in small things. There's a wonderful book called Making It on Broadway. It's a collection of candid stories from some 150 Broadway actors about their decidedly unglamorous struggle for stardom. One of the stories is from Doug Storm, struggling with the pull of big things in his words, this happened. I was with the national tour of Les Mis, and we were performing in Salt Lake City. At the time, we were doing poster sales for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS. If someone donated $50, they would receive a poster signed by the entire cast. After one performance, I was selling perform posters in the lobby, and I noticed a girl who was looking at me like I was the Messiah. I heard her say, please, Mom, please. Please, can I have a poster? Her mother said no, and they walked out. It was a moment, he says, I will never forget. In my left ear, quite distinctly, I heard a little whisper. It said, go, Doug, go. Suddenly, without any, giving it any thought, I took off in full costume. After walking through the crowds outside the theater, I saw the girl and her mother down the block. They had already crossed the street. As I was running toward them in my Les Miserables costume, I thought I was so busted, but I didn't really care. As I approached the girl, I said, excuse me. She turned around and just stared. You forgot your poster. I handed her the poster, and I was gone. I turned around and ran back to the theater. I went to the company manager's office and said, I gave away one of the posters. Here's my $50, my contribution to Broadway Cares. A few days later, there was a letter that showed up on the call board. It read, Dear cast of Les Miserables, you moved me so much. Thank you. I also want to thank you for giving my daughter the poster. I don't know who you are, but it was a nice young man, and he was gone before we could say thank you. My daughter has always wanted to see Les Miserables, but she's sick, and they even had to let her out of the hospital that night so she could go to the show. The tickets were a gift from a family friend. I am a single mom. Money is very tight. It broke my heart not to be able to buy the poster for my daughter. Thank you so much, whoever you are. Thank you. Doug Storm continues, the whole cast was standing around weeping, and I didn't say a word. 
four years later, the night before the Scarlet Pimpernel closed, I remember feeling bitter and jaded. Soon I would be unemployed again. Out of nowhere, at the stage door, I heard a little voice. Mr. Storm? I thought, oh God, who's calling me Mr. Storm? I went to the door and froze. It was that girl. I knew you were in the show because I've been following it on the internet. I brought you a card. Oh my gosh, how are you doing? Do you want to come in? Are you seeing the show tonight? No, she said. I'm seeing it tomorrow. I'm seeing the last one. I said, why don't you come around tomorrow before the show and I'll take you backstage. I went upstairs and I started putting on my makeup. I stopped for a second to read her card. I just want to let you know that I've just been accepted to NYU Tisch School of the Arts for Drama. And I'm going to enroll because someday I want to give a kid a poster. Thank you for helping shape my life. I lost it, Doug Storm concludes, in a moment of my own despair and selfishness. There was that kid. Everything came full circle. That alone is why I got into this business. Beloved spiritual companions, may we be faithful in small things. There are shards of beauty to seek and find. May we find ourselves bathed in gratitude. Notice the young person looking at you. Listen for that voice in your ear. Give away a poster and pass it on. May we do small things with great love. Amen. And now for our benediction, I invite you to put your hands over your heart and namaste. I bow to the divine in you. Reverend Theodore Parker was born in 1810. He was a Unitarian minister and abolitionist. These are his words. Be ours a religion, which like sunshine goes everywhere. It's temple, all space, it's shrine, the good heart. It's creed, all truth. It's ritual, works of love. It's profession of faith, divine living. Let us keep this faith, beloveds, and pass it on. The service begins when the service ends. Bless your hearts. I love you. Amen.
please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace.